This is episode 47 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. My name is Jeff Cady. I have been a pastor for 35 years, and I have never been more in love with ministry than I am today. Now, I'm a little frustrated with myself sometimes, but I am very high on ministry these days. And I want to talk to you today about health and fitness. I do that on Fridays. But today I want to talk to you about movement because ours is a sedentary career. And if you haven't heard, sitting is the new smoking. They're saying that sitting is so bad for your health, so bad for you health-wise. And the bottom line is, pastors, we have to move. We have to get our rears in gear and get up off our <clears throat> you-know-whats and, and get moving. We really do. And, you know, I have struggled with this over the years. This has not been something historically that I've been real consistent on. I've had some really good runs, and I don't mean literal runs, but runs of good health and good exercise and good fitness. And then I have gone off into the ditch of unhealth and dis-ease and just not doing well. And right now I'm on a really good run, and I am wanting to commit that this, this is it. This is it. I am not going to go back to my old habits, to bad ways, because it's just it's just not worth it. So I want to give some encouragement to myself today by giving encouragement to you. So here, just some thoughts, some thoughts about movement. You know what? In this day and age, you can get a smartwatch or a Fitbit or, or anything that you can put around your wrist that's going to measure your steps. They're so cheap. They're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. Something that encourages you to move. My kids bought me an Apple Watch for Christmas, and yeah, just like all those of you who have one, it tells you when to stand up, tells you when to get moving, it tells you when you've been sitting and sedentary too long. So so just get something to put on your wrist. Nobody even notices them. They've got such small ones these days. And before this Apple Watch, I had a Fitbit, and, and it was fantastic. It'll even tell you who's calling you on your phone. You just look at your Fitbit, and it, and it lets you know who it is. It serves multiple purposes. Hey, think about this. Think about a stand-up desk. It was back in the 90s at a church in Seattle that I first walked into a pastor's study, and he had this stand-up desk, and I'd never seen one before. He had a regular desk, and then he had these little like mini columns with another level over top of it where he could stand and he could work on his stuff standing. And I thought, wow, that's that's really interesting. I was so young at the time that I wasn't really thinking about fitness. And by the way, you know what? It's ne- you're never too young to stay in great shape because the older you get, it doesn't get easier. And if you don't build those good habits in when you're younger, you might think, oh, I'm 25. I'm cool. I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. I'm 35. Ah, I can be overweight. It's no big deal. I can still run around. I'm still active. You know what, though? But it, it catches up with you. It's just like investing. If you don't invest in your 20s and 30s, you're really sorry when you turn 40. It's the same way when you don't invest in your physical body, in good health and fitness, you really feel bad about it when you turn 40. So a stand-up desk. You know what? They can be real expensive, but you can make one. I had a guy in my church make me one out of an oak door, and it was on hinges, and and it leaned against the wall. 
and I could pull it up and prop it up and use it, or I could lay it down against the wall, and it was out of the way. And it was great. I used it for 12 years. It was fantastic. Here's another idea. Set a small enough movement goal that you can accomplish it, but a substantial enough of a goal so that over time it matters, right? Oh, I'm going to get up every 30 minutes and just stand up and, and walk around my chair and sit back down. Yeah, that's better than nothing, but not that much, right? I mean, find something that is actually going to challenge you, that you can feel good about accomplishing, but not so grandiose that you know, you're going to be defeated by it. Maybe join a gym or, or, or a Y or a fitness facility. And you know what? You might even go to a YMCA and say, hey, do, do you offer free membership for pastors in the community? Because a lot of them do. And you may not even know it, but a lot of them do. And you know, you might talk to, depending on how you're wired and if you'd want to do this, you might say, you know, there's a, there's a 50 people or 100 people that go to my church. And if I start talking about my time at your facility, you know, some of my people may get memberships here. So maybe you want to give me a really good discount if money is a challenge, if money is an issue. There are ways that maybe you could be creative. Maybe check Facebook for local walking groups because you, you could develop a relationship with people outside the church. Maybe find a friend to exercise with. That's kind of the age-old one, right? If you know he's going to be there at 5 a.m., you're going to be there at 5 a.m. or whatever time. Speaking of 5 a.m., you know what? Move early and then go to sleep early. If you get up at 5 and you actually get some good exercise in, it gets you revved up, it gets your body going for the day, and you're going to want to go to sleep early. And sometimes at night, that's the time when you waste time or you eat too much or you just do things you know, later in the evening that's not real productive. So get up early. Get those early hours in of exercise, and then you'll be tired and you'll be ready to go to sleep early. My associate pastor, Pastor Bo, he made a he made a a goal of running 450 miles last year from birthday to birthday. He turned, I think it was 46. He ran 450 miles. He made it his goal. He used his, his watch on his wrist to help him with it, and he did it. And he had a fantastic year of just feeling great and being active. So my son Doug uh, and I are going to run a half marathon this fall, and so that keeps me moving toward that. Just something that we commit to. You pay for it. You pay for it with somebody else. You're probably going to do it. And then make a commitment. Pastor, just make a commitment to both, A, don't die young, and B, don't live long poorly. Who wants to live until they're 90 years old if the last 25 years of their life they're just in really poor health? That's just yucky. I'd rather live until I was 72 in great health. I'd much rather have that until, of course, I turn 72 and then I'll probably accept any kind of health, right? But, but you, can, you can move and you can be active. You don't have to be, you know, you don't have to run marathons, but just do anything to move and be active. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what age. Everybody can get up and walk. And then set an example, right? Set an example for your church family that if you are older, hey, look at that guy, man. He's moving. He's trying. He's doing something. Look at that lady. Wow, she's, she's setting an example for the rest of us. And maybe you just need to build redundant systems in your life, you know, that you've got two opportunities in a day to get some motion in and get some exercise in. And maybe, maybe as you 
maybe lose some weight, you need to burn the ships. You need to get rid of those clothes that are too big. So you can't, they're not there for you to fit back in them when you go the other direction. Hey, movement, it's so important. Movement, activity, don't be sedentary. Pastor, these these are all such important things. And trust me, I've lived on both sides of this issue. And the active, feeling good side is so much better. So hey, if you're listening to this on a Friday, the weekend is upon you. Take some time this weekend to rest and relax, and then get out there and get some miles in. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.